Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to Fresh Faces. I'm Aggie Gold, talent agent and former manager. This is my exclusive podcast about how to get your child into commercials, television, and the movies without getting ripped off. Hi, everyone. Last week, I interviewed Lynn and Sid Gold from Gold Star Talent Agency. We had so much to talk about. So here's a bonus episode. Talk, talk about Stephen. Okay. Yeah, it was a good segue. <laughs> well, Stephen. Right now, Stephen uh, is a music producer. Um, I have to find my notes on him. Uh, yeah. There's so much I wrote on him. Yeah, that we don't know it by heart. But but let me tell you, while he's looking for his bio, oh, he found it. Yeah, that's my bio. Um, you know, Stephen is on the cutting edge. He's he's always working. As a matter of fact, he I, I can't even talk to him. Uh, he's on a deadline. He's working with Adam Sandler. Sa- Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler. With Adam Sandler. And um, uh, and they're doing an, an animation. And it seems that's where, like, the industry, they, they're they not making as many films as they used to. You know, with real live people, they're making animated films. And and since the, uh, Stephen is a music composer, which you, you'll hear, and a music producer. He has several Emmys for his work on Saturday Night Live, which he did the Robert Smigel tattoo uh, cartoons and the opening song to the 2011 Tony Awards. Okay, and and I'll read some of this. In addition to creating scores and songs for hundreds of commercials and YouTube campaigns, he's worked on television shows, including Wedding Band, Nickelodeon's Fresh Beat Band, and nine seasons of Saturday Night Live, film and cartoon segments. He was recently the music producer of for four seasons of the show, the TV show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend with Rachel Bloom. So he did the music on that show, which included over 140 comedic original songs. Wow. So this that is, is so season. exciting. So when are you going to get a little proud of him? Oh, <laughs> a little bit proud. Um, it's called in Jewish. It's called nachis. You know what? I, I always, I always tell uh, when Lynn starts talking to somebody and bragging about what Elon has done, what Stephen has done, what I, I, I don't like to brag about my own kids, but that's all I'm doing right now. That's okay. <laughs> Why not? Well, only because you asked us. You, you, of you course. said one of the questions I'm going to ask you is their accomplishments. We, we had no idea. We just thought we would talk about the business. You know how to get. It's wonderful. You know, parents want to hear this because they're going to be bragging about their kids one day if they're successful. <laughs> you know? that's, so. that's that's the goal. And it gives something it, interesting when I, I took have, Ari to his first audition with uh, to, with an agent. And uh, he had a, a space between his teeth, first of all. And she said, well, you know, when you uh, when he gets that space closed, uh, closed, then you could bring him back to me. And basically, a- after that is when he started doing jingles and making more money than we both made in the school system. 
So, and she, this agent didn't want to see him because uh, she, 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 first he has to have that little space closed. Right. So, so let me tell you the difference between then and now. Okay. Now they want real kids, even if they need braces, even if they're wearing right. braces. You know, at one time, oh, it was uh, no, no. You had to have perfect teeth. You had to have blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, you, you know, no. All American. Freckles. Yep. Yes, the all-American Norman Rockwell look, and and now what they want—it's just is, the opposite—is the authentic. They want ethnic. Uh, they're much in demand. You know, of course, the uh, you know if you're Caucasian and you're very talented, and that's what the role uh, calls for. But most of the calls, the uh, what they the casting directors want to see are ethnics. Eth- and ambiguously ethnic. You no, know what I that means? Ambiguously word? ethnic. No, no. Um, ethnically ambiguous. You know, and uh, what about children with disabilities? There's a tremendous market for that now. Yes. Which never yes. happened before. Yes. So you know, which true. is fabulous. I had a client who had a, a learning disability. And once he started leading, reading scripts and doing the business, his self-esteem grew so much that his teacher wrote me a note and said, this kid is a totally different kid. This kid oh. reads. You know, it was like it just gave him something to to I can't even explain it, to, not to live for, but to enjoy his life. You know, and that's yes. really what it was. I remember I discovered him at Fortune Offs, which is I don't think they're in existence anymore. You remember no. Fortune Offs? Oh, no, right, well. I remember they're out of business. They went belly up. Right. Yeah. But his grandmother on a picture in the, in her on her wall in, in her house and she had a sign under it and it said discovered in Fortune Offs, you know, and she had her grandson's headshot. And uh, this was, you know, very exciting for them. And it was true. He was discovered in Fortune Ops. He was standing there talking to his mother. He was like 10 or 12 years old. And he sounded like he was 25 and animated. And, and so I went over to them and I said, oh, my God, this kid has to be on television. And that was the beginning of his story. You know, so I found children all different places. Yes, so did we in a diner, on buses, <laughs> on trains. That's what we take. We take buses and trains. I, 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 found, I found most of the kids that really did well at, at, at malls, at places, not that came well, we, to Yeah, we, we did talent searches at some malls. Right. We set up a talent search where we, it was an open call, but, you know, and we saw hundreds of kids. And then, of course, we narrowed it down to callbacks and whatever. Right. And uh, also, we we used to um, we used to go up to uh, this theater camp called French Woods. It was French Woods Festival of the Arts? You know, and, uh, I I'm sorry. I met my husband right, yeah. at Camp Pinecone, which now is French Woods. You're kidding! I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And we went we went back to look at the camp oh. maybe ten years ago, and. We, we weren't going to go on, but somebody came over and he said, what are you doing here? And I said, you know, I used to go to camp. I used to go to camp here. I met my husband here. I was dramatic counselor. He was water ski instructor. And they took us on a tour of the camp. They stuck us in a um, like a golf cart. And we went right, all we around, and the too. camp has changed it's tremendously. I mean, huge. there's like 900 
kids there now. It's just right, right. phenomenal. The camp is unbelievable. But the interesting part was our first kiss was at Kissing Rock, was this big rock. <laughs> And we drove right up to the rock. And it was. I mean, our rock is still there. (laughs) Well, this has nothing to do with children and show business. But it was so exciting to see, you know, and to go back in time. Um, But, you know, what can I tell you? It's a great place. You also, Aggie, you also probably know Stage Door Manor. Oh, of course. Right. Yes. We used to go up we there. We're, there we're, we're still in touch kids. with the people from Stage of the Manor, Connie Cottrell and all these people. Oh, yeah. Are they still open? Are they still in business? Uh, I think they're open. They're, they're, they're open during the summer, you know, just, for, you know. Right, right. Yes. COVID must um, have closed them down. But I remember with that particular camp, there was absolutely no structure. The children at Stage Door went wherever they wanted. But because they were so into drama and theater and dancing that's what they did so it wasn't right. like you know it wasn't like they were hanging around they didn't they were bored they don't want to go swimming they don't want to do this they went to all the activities in this place and it was just so joyful to see all these kids into this you know and it was, right. it was fabulous Aggie what we loved about French Woods as you said there were so many different activities. Oh my God. So if, if someone uh, was very shy, they would have a circus. Yes, I was just um, going to say that with the trampolines and everything. Was the trampolines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to go there together. We're very, very close with, with the head Ron of Schaefer. The, with Ron oh. Schaefer, with the head of, of the entire place. Right. And um, he would get up on stage before a show where there are hundreds, hundreds of, of kids. And, and, and what, what did he say? And he, was, he was saying, he, I don't usually like to recommend anybody, but there's a couple sitting in our audience who I do us hundred percent and he mentioned our names and whatever. And I felt bad because I said, if he's going to say that, then other agents and managers won't even want to send their kids there. Right. Yeah, uh, we have to go there together. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm I'm going to get in touch with, with him and see. Uh, last uh, yeah, last summer they were closed. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. We Ron Schaefer is a very good friend, and just to reminisce, and we would get the best kids. You know what Ron Schaefer would do. He would recommend the kids, and right then and there, sometimes we stayed overnight, sometimes we stayed for a weekend, and we would do, uh, uh, you know, these talent searches. We would see uh, over 100 kids in one day, and there, oh, you you got the best kids. They had an improv group, Mm -hmm. and, and there, if you can do improv, then you're, you're ready to go on on an audition. Um, so these were mostly teenagers doing improv. And but there were many younger, you know, our focus was on eight, nine year olds, you know, doing jingles and uh, and also, you know, for film and commercials and sitcoms. And the sitcoms is where my uh, my other son, my middle son, Elon, Elon Gold. So when you're comedic, you can do sitcoms. When you have that comedic flair, 
about you. Um, so, so Sid used to do comic kids show yeah, for that, the industry. That one of the things that we did uh, was we selected the kids that we thought were the most marketable ones, and we would tell them just prepare a, about two minutes, two or three minutes at the most of original comedy material. And then the mother would, very often the mother would say to us, they're not comedians, they're really not I said, they don't have to be comedians, we just want, this will help show their personality because we would invite agents, casting directors, producers to these comic kid shows. And as a, as a result of that, a lot of our clients books, you know, we, we even fed them, we, we, we brought, because it, it was in the evening, it was like seven o'clock. So we, we fed these mm -hmm. agents and casting people. Dinner. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, they saw the show. And afterwards, they would call some of these kids, they'd call me and call some of these kids uh, into their offices and so on. So um, back to Berlin's holding. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you could see this. We would have, uh, this is casting notice and uh, be, be, be a comic kid. Right. Casting notice, be a comic kid. And um, and and we would advertise. Oh, go so talent in New York City searching for the funniest kids in the tri-state area. Oh, let me correct that. We were only looking for tri-state area kids. And now it is so different. It is so global. It, you know, no more New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. I had a young lady, a young girl, about 13, 14 years old, send me an audio cassette of her singing. Well, the so well, the, it knocked me off my knocked my socks off. She was phenomenal. But I had to meet her because I don't trust tapes sometimes. I feel that, you know, they could be if the kid's out of tune, they could fix that. I got to hear this kid in person. So she came to my office and she sang 10 times better than she did on the tape. So I said to her, you have to meet Andrew Lloyd Webber. Now, I don't know Andrew Lloyd Webber, but it took me three weeks to convince Andrew Lloyd Webber's assistant to hear the tape. And when Andrew heard it, he flew all of us out to L.A. to meet him. And wow. it, was the, it was the night of the Academy, not the night of the Academy Awards. It was that week to all of these Everybody was staying at this particular hotel. Andrew and, and uh, I don't know, a lot of famous people were sitting with us during lunch. Anyway, Andrew, I call him Andrew like he's my best friend. Uh -huh. Andrew Lloyd Webber um, hired, well, he hired a pianist and he played with, and they played music for this girl and she sang all afternoon in his suite. And then during lunch, he said to me, listen, I have... Uh, like an old church on my grounds in England that I've turned into a theater. And once a year, uh, I showcase somebody. And the biggest producer, it holds about 100 people, but the biggest producers and directors and everything come to this particular showcase in Simptonton. I'm saying it wrong. I don't know what, the, what it was called. I forgot. But he said, I want to showcase your talent, your, your, your client. So he flew us to England. We spent a week there. That's amazing. Uh, and this and this young lady signed three albums, a, a three album deal with uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. 
So, oh, wow. But I have to say, and I, I, I really didn't want to say this, but I'm going to say it because I don't care. Um, <laughs> these parents all of a sudden decided, first of all, they came from a little town. The child never did anything. And they just decided that now that they met Andrew Lloyd Webber, through me, didn't matter, but that they were going to represent and manage their own child. They didn't Oh, we have so me. many stories oh, like we that. We have so many stories. We have those. And guess what her daughter's doing now? Nothing. You know, her daughter's doing nothing now. So, but a lot of parents do that. You know, they think, oh, this is so yes. easy. You're oh, right. Yes. It looks easy. Yes. Oh, we we had loyalty issues. Ah, always. Very. There aren't that many people uh, we discover. I know we sound. I sound jaded. That are really loyal, and they stick with you even after you you've gotten them. You know, major roles in films. See the, the Ivan Sergei story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had an adult, uh, I got called by a casting director once and she was doing the movie uh, Dangerous Minds and she sent with me, Michelle with Michelle Pfeiffer, and she sent me a list of the, of the characters that they're looking for. And she said, I'd like you to come down to my office with pictures of people that you think, pictures and resumes of people you think might be right for this. So I'm sitting there with, uh, with my assistant and uh, we were, and I gave the casting director all these headshots and resumes, and she's going, you know, page by page, and she comes across this guy, and she says, "Oh, he's very good looking," and uh, my assistant Jessica said, "No, he's not good looking. He's gorgeous." So she picked it up again, and she looked. She's, "Oh yeah, he is gorgeous." P.S. There was no real role for him in this movie, but they wrote a part in the movie for him. And he is also on the um, on the poster. His picture is on the poster with Michelle Pfeiffer. So it's crazy. And after that, he started, all I have to do is say, uh, and he had a very small part in that movie, but all I had to do is say, my client was uh, just booked the role in uh, Dangerous Minds with, with Michelle Pfeiffer, and everybody wanted to see him. Yeah, but then after, after he went to L.A., he... Um... First, he made sure to to get all all his pictures. Remember, he like stole. I don't know. No, how that he, was Brett. That was another one. Oh, that was, yeah. that was another one. They come in to our assistance, or they want to intern, and um, and that's how you know they they think they're going to get in, in the business as yep. well. You know, they become our interns, and then, and then they end up stealing all their pics and resumes. You know, their headshots. And they and they go, um, and they decide to go to L.A. and 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 get an agent. You know, there L.A. is different. Managers, agents, are, you know, it's different because they've they've done you know some some professional you know roles through us, and and they think they uh, they don't need us anymore. Yeah, you know, know, once they go to L.A., forget it. And you know another. Another stupid thing that I did in the business that I because I was, you know, when I was first starting in business, one of the stupid things I did was never even have them sign a contract. We trusted them. <laughs> we were very nice. So, of course, after they got whatever they needed to get the big role, 
they just left. They said, we don't, well, you know, we, we decided we don't need a manager anymore. No, right. But, so, but children, so then they do sign a contract, you know, if they're good enough, you know, after the trial business and we see they're, they're bookable and, um, and all they have to do is write a letter. <laughs> we no longer need your services. Right. We and, no longer wish to be represented by Gold Star Talent Management. And and, you know. and, and you haven't called. I mean, some of them lies. We haven't we haven't heard from you because a certain number of weeks if you don't hear from. And of course, we did. We left messages. And anyway, the, the, these people uh, are, are not as honest as we are. <laughs> no, been there, done that. You know. What we're uh, going to end soon, but I really would like to mention Ari. Yes, yes, thank okay. you. Um, thank Ari was one of is one of your sons, and he passed yes, away. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, he he passed so away sorry. due to um, a leukemia. He had cancer, but but the um, the the bright side is that I w- I was with him in the hospital. And he said, I had a good life and I accomplished everything I wanted to. And like he was ready to go, oh, are you, um, are you tearing up or a just? Bit. I am. Uh, um, yeah, he, um, he had a cause. His purpose was to make this world a better place. And it's the same thing with Elon. The Elon's purpose was really um, to bring laughter and levity um, to make make this world happier, happier place. Um, so, so both both my kids, you know, they 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 were. It's called tikkun olam. They wanted to repair the world. They wanted to make it better through through the arts, and they have. And yeah. Um, and equality and social justice, and um, he 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 was recognized in, in in his community, which was the LGBT you know Q community. Um, but he didn't reach that that fame and fortune, and he didn't care. Um, he really. Uh, to him, social justice, equality was more important than being famous or, you know, having this uh, stardom. But he was a star in his own field, you know, they, and, and unfortunately, posthumously, uh, he was really recognized as being a trailblazer. So j- j- just read a little bit of Ari. Uh, this is a little bit of Ari. Thank you for oh, Ari's uh, bio. And he, he was called Sir, Ar- Sir Ari Gold, and I'll explain why he got that sir later. Sir Ari Gold is a Billboard top 10 recording artist, living legend, glam award winner, visionary award winner by the LGBT Academy of Recording Arts, USA Songwriting Competition, Grand Prize winner, Independent Music Award winner, and was knighted by the Imperial Court of New York. Ari has been featured on VH1, MTV, BBC, Top of the Pops, Bravo, and Logo, with more number one videos than any artist. 
Wow. Ari's music has been heard on hit shows, Scrubs and Cougar Town. He received critical acclaim in People Magazine, Vibe, New York Magazine, um, The Advocate, and he was recipient of the New Yorker of the Week on NY1. Ari's first music video, Wave of You, debuted with the launch of the Logo Network from, the, from his album, Space Under Sun, <clears throat> which is his album of all his songs, one of his albums. He, the album bumped Madonna out of the top spot <laughs> and his song, Where the Music Takes You, from the critically acclaimed third studio album, which was called Transport Systems, hit the top Billboard 10 dance charts. Wow. He collaborated with Boy George, Desmond Child, uh, Dave Koz. Uh, oh, and one of his R&B songs called Love Wasn't Built in a Day. And he collaborated with Sarah Dash. Um, and another so one of his songs, Sparkle, that was his critically lauded album, Between the Spirit and the Flesh. Ari has written songs for the number one Billboard artist, Tommy Page, and the drag icon, Kevin Aviance. Ari wow. has been noted by legends Whoopi Goldberg, Michael Musto, and Clive Davis. Uh, he sang with Cindy Lauper, and he headlined concerts in Europe. Uh, uh, Canada, over, over 40 states, and he also did New York Joe's Pub, BAM, and Central Park Summer Stage. He's acted, he's acted in plays by Tony-nominated Coleman Domingo and in RuPaul's Cult, which was called Star Booty. Um, now, uh, the other thing about Ari... Yeah, uh, okay, so uh, one time I was I, I, I came home from from uh, school and uh, teaching and I had a message on my machine and believe it or not, the message was from Diana Ross. She wow. wanted Ari to come right down to the studio to perform uh, on her album, which was called Swept Away. Do you have any advice for parents before we go? Yeah, okay. Well, the, the thing is, um, we haven't gotten to Elon yet. With Elon's attitude, he's very famous in the comedy world. He's a paragon of, of what someone in show business should have. It's balance. He's married with four children, very happily married with Good. four beautiful children. And and they're all talented. He uh, they play the piano. He gives them music lessons, acting lessons. But he doesn't want to give them, uh, you know, suggest that they go into the business. Although we, if they were on the East Coast, because they well, live they in could LA, do it in the West Coast too. I I know, but we would manage them, and he won't let us. Oh <laughs> really? <can't. laughs> We would ma we would marry. Well, he doesn't want them one. to be in show business. They don't. He doesn't want them to be in show business. But one interesting thing not, about Elon, not yet. Maybe when they're after college. You know. By the way, all three kids. You know, went to college and uh, our three kids and, and our three kids uh, and they and they will also education is number one. 
very important. So, and if they want to become, because there's one who's on TikTok and she has the social media, she dances, she has a good musical ear. The other one plays the piano. They, they do have the talent, but he doesn't want them to go into the business professionally. And, but, and one interesting thing about Elon is that when uh, he was uh, about 16 or so, 17, he was watching so much TV. And I said, Elon, you got to stop watching TV and do your homework. And he said to me, this is my homework. <laughs> because he would see all these comics and, 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 you know, and then he became a comic impersonator. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if you if you Google him, he's on YouTube all the time. Uh, his name is e Elon, E-L-O-N, like Elon Musk. E-L-O-N, Elon Gold. And and right now he was just on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Great. So I'm not going to read his whole bio. He he had he did five uh, sitcoms where he starred. He starred in every sitcom. One of them with Pamela Anderson, no, called Stacked, and it was called Stacked not just because of Pamela Anderson, oh. but because it took place in a bookstore. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's so funny. another advice, you got to love what you're doing and then you never have to work a day in your life, right? That's right. He was offered also to be the host, uh, I don't know what you call the MC, of Wipeout. Mm -hmm. And also, he whatever he did, it was always a starring part. And, uh, and he said... I can't do this. There's nothing funny. I can't use my my creative, uh, you know, humor, and uh, just you know to tell them, oh, oops, you fell into the water or something right. like that. There's nothing funny about it. He wasn't into sports. He just loved to write comedy. He always wrote comedy in in high school. He he would impersonate the teachers. So that was in his DNA. That was in his blood. So the, the advice is that you have to love it. You have to have this passion, you know, that, that drives you and uh, just to make this world a, a better place. And uh, it's, it's being honest with yourself. This is what I honestly want. And I'm not doing this to please my, my right. parents or anyone else. And it's what I a, want to do. Yeah, and find a legitimate agent or manager. Oh, someone like yeah. Aggie, who is honest. Like I, you know gold. what, Aggie, I, you're not just a manager. You're like a life coach. You, you build up their self-esteem and you're happy with all their successes and you're and you're come because there's a lot of rejection in this business and you're there to give them comfort and and give them this inspiration to go on and not take it personally and and just be thankful you know for for everything and to have someone like you who who could be trusted right and, now yes someone like you and someone like you and sid uh, sure thank you thank you yeah our heart is 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 in the right place we sure. um you know it, it it's everything we do is in their best interest 
Yep. And and not for no other reason. It's not mm. a it's a even my account is it's a nonprofit. It's a it's really a passion of ours. Yeah. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for being here today. This was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Let's do another one tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Fresh Faces with me, Aggie Gold. Just a note, next week I'll be taking a day off. So my next episode will launch March 7th. Catch my interview with my famous client, Alec Mappa. Network.